tuning in to the 290th episode of Barbershop Sports Talk with me, your host, Daryl D. Lane. As always, I want to thank you all for tuning in, whether it be via Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, IR Radio, SoundCloud, whichever podcasting app or platform you may be listening to me via. Also, special shout out to everybody listening via WJCU, 7 a.m. in the morning, the John Carroll Radio Station. Thank you guys for uh, tuning in as well. Being recorded from Buffalo, New York, as always, going to have a great podcast. Going to have my guy, Silas Garrison, on the show. We're going to talk a lot of NBA, uh, some Kwame Brown news. He's been in the news for uh, calling out guys like Stephen A. Smith, Matt Barnes, Stephen Jackson. We're going to talk about Steph Curry, where he ranks in the Pantheon. Uh, a couple other conversations, Lakers and the play-in. So a lot of NBA to talk about with Silas. Maybe even get a little uh, Tim Tebow talk, because I have not actually talked to Silas about that. And for those of you who don't know, Tim Tebow signed with the Jacksonville Jaguars about uh, two weeks ago, just about. But before we get to all that, I wanted to stop you guys right here, right now. First time listening to the podcast, thank you. Subscribe and follow right now. Also, share this podcast with your friends and family via social media, uh, Reddit threads, Facebook groups, etc., etc. Also, follow me on Twitter, at Nightrain underscore Lane. I'm going to say it again, at Nightrain underscore Lane. And subscribe to my YouTube channel. You can type in Daryl Lane and you will find it where I post my syndicate show outside the shop on there, as well as clips from this podcast right here. And lastly, if you have iTunes or Apple Podcasts, right, leave me a five-star review and a great comment. And for some odd reason, if you don't like my podcast, then don't say anything at all. Because you know what your mama told you? If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. We'll cut them next after the break on Barbershop Sports Talk. We're going to have... Silas Garrison on the show. Coming up next after the break on Barbershop Sports Talk. Oh, we're back with Barbershop Sports Talk, and we have my friend, my brother, Silas. Garrison, Silas, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. It's a it's a good Friday. About to go to work. Um, we're out here in Texas in the condominium, man. Blessed and highly favored. So, Silas, the first thing I want to ask you, and you know where I'm going with this. <laughs> so, there's recently been a bit of a social media slash YouTube beef going on slash Instagram. Daryl, you ought to be ashamed of yourself starting this podcast with Kwame Brown. <laughs> well, well, listen, if you want to look at this, Kwame Brown's been trending on Twitter for the last four days, Silas. This is starting to become a big deal. Like, Kwame Brown has been trending on Twitter. Like, Kwame Brown has, like, made him famous. So, Kwame Brown is having a little bit of a beef with uh, Stephen Jackson and Matt Barnes, and that's slowly extended out to guys like Stephen A. Smith. Even semi people like Jamel Hill. Kwame wants smoke with everybody. Like 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 Kwame's just name dropping people talking about the wife, the kids, the moms, the dads, their 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 past lives, uh, things they do in their personal life, their children. Kwame just don't care anymore. 
So I, I, I just have to ask you, what are your thoughts on the whole situation in general, Silas? Um, obviously, well, okay, let's start here. Um, Kwame, Kwame was quiet in the beginning. This man didn't say anything to anybody. So I, I don't really know why. I mean, there were so many people that talked about him at one point. They talked bad on him, and he had multiple different times to say something, and he didn't. So I don't know why Stax and Matt Barnes are the ones that drove you so crazy to the point where you had to say something. Um, I don't. I just don't understand. But whatever. We're here now. Um, I would say this. I feel like some of the things that Kwame says, he genuinely believes in his heart. I would say that there's other things that he's saying that are solely for clout. Um, I think that Kwame brought up the situation with Matt and Stax and the podcast and how he had been disrespected and you know what he was trying to say is not only have these two individuals disrespected me but over a period of time I've been disrespected by other individuals that are not only basketball players uh, in this brotherhood but are also people who are in the media, journalists, etc. Cetera, et cetera. and to be disrespected for so long and you know, especially because he said himself there was a time where he respected stats. Do I think it hurt more? Sure. And I mean, the way they talked about his basketball game was very disrespectful. I will give, I, I will say that. Um, but here, here's the thing. Some of this is because he honestly believes it. Some, something else is just for clout chasing. Um, and I feel like this is Kwame's 15 seconds, 15 minutes of fame that he never really got. So if it takes 40 years after he got drafted or, excuse me, being more realistic, like 20 years after he got drafted, if it takes that for him to be uh, recognized because he wasn't ever really thought of as a great basketball player, if this is what he needs to do to get his 15 seconds of fame, then he's got it. But I don't think this is going to last. I think this might last a little bit longer than you think. Besides, I do have to say this. Do you think Kwame is right from the standpoint of this that uh you know people when they think of him they do call him a bus and he has been really talking about Stephen a smith obviously uh, has been one of the catalysts for just calling him a bona fide scrub uh that's one of the Stephen aisms that made Stephen a famous actually like calling people like call me brown scrubs you think he has a right to be angry with all these people yeah that's what i said i mean i think some of it is how he genuinely feels uh, me personally, I would be upset, and I'd probably say something worse if Steve, the, the only difference between me and, and Kwame is I probably I would have said it in the moment when if if, if if Stephen A. Smith got famous off of talking about my small hands, then I'm going to get famous for talking about his about his terrible taper haircut. <laughs> like I'm gonna go at him. I'm going. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go off on the fact that we can't see his neck when he's wearing a tie when he's wearing a suit. Like I'm gonna go off. I'm gonna go off on the. Fa- I'm gonna. I'm gonna go off on the fact that it's been alleged that he didn't take care of his two daughters. So like that. But that's how I would have handled it. That's how I would have handled it. You know what I'm saying? So, um, that's that's not saying that it's right. But I'm saying I don't. I don't. I, I I live by this code that you don't have to respect me, but I won't let you disrespect me. And by you talking about me being a bona fide scrub, me being a bust me having small hands, I can understand where that's frustrating. And no, it's not good enough just to say, well, you know, 
it's just you know barbershop talk it's it's not even that type of thing now you gotta remember too Kwame was a kid like yeah so I get where Kwame's coming from you were picking on a kid and I can't imagine you talking about a kid like that if you talk about me like that that's one thing I know what to do when you start talking about me like that when you start talking about a kid that's crazy now these other individuals though like Jamel Hill like people who had nothing to do with anything you know that's this that's that's distasteful and I think a lot of that's just clout and he's and he's seeing how this is growing and how he's feeding off of it. So it's like you know whatever. That's what most people do when they get a when anytime you get a following, um, unexpectedly. Because I don't believe Kwame Brown thought he was going to get a following this quick. Um, but now he has one. Good for him. And I think he's just going to milk it as as far as he can. If that means that he's getting traction off of people who are talking about him, then he's going to keep on doing it. You got to look at it like this. If five famous people hashtag Kwame Brown like oh please don't talk about me sure enough to believe that Kwame is going to talk about you so when we go on Instagram and we see these famous people talking about him what are we going to do we're going to go right to Kwame Brown's YouTube and wait for him to, to, to roast on them and again that's his 15 seconds fame eventually people are going to catch on and not say anything just like Kwame was talking about he admitted it he's like you guys are messing up by keep on putting your name in, by putting my name in your mouth just shut up and eventually, once everybody shuts up about Kwame, nobody's ever going to have to deal with this again. Do you think the low blows were a little too personal? Like, you think he went too far? Like, like he... Because I think, too, I don't even... And I get he's a kid and people can internalize it. But even with Stephen A. Smith, I don't think Stephen A. Smith had malice in what he's saying. Like, I think part of it is Stephen A. Smith, he's an entertainer. Like, right? Like, you know, that, that's part of it. Like... I don't. I don't think he was really trying to, you know, necessarily be offensive. I think it was more just. You're there, but you're there to analyze basketball. You didn't analyze basketball. No, but part, I'm saying part, part of being on TV. But, but I'm saying you didn't bring up statistics. No, no, but I'm saying also. But I'm saying part of being on TV too. Like, like, like that's also part of it too. It's not just to analyze basketball. It's also part of being entertaining. Like you can analyze basketball all you want, but if people don't care and people don't think it's funny and people don't think it's entertaining, then they're not going to listen to it. So I'm saying that's also part of his job. Like that's also right, kind of why right, Stephen. Right, right, right. But where do, but where, but where do we do things for, for, for fun? And then when, well, like, where's the, where's the borderline between fun and disrespect? Because you can disrespect somebody and not have malice. So. I think he would, but he was just talking about it from a basketball perspective. Like Kwame got personal with him. I like, like that. That's what I'm saying. He never, he, he well, never yes, said that. Again, like you just said, but Stephen A. got famous off of that, off of that, off of that, off of those analyzations in which Kwame deemed as disrespectful. You see, but I'm, what and I'm saying is, and again, Daniel, let me ask you this: Does it matter to you that he was a kid? He was a kid. That could have been your son. Like he, he was just a kid. Well, and Stephen A. done it with 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 other people too. It's not it's just That's Kwame. Not uh, no, 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 and I agree, and I agree. But what I'm, what, what I'm saying is personally, I, I would just be like, okay, you know, he's making fun of me a little bit. He's doing a little bit of a parody, and 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 uh, people think it's funny. Uh, but but I'm saying I don't think you looked at the world and called me a bona fide scrub, and the, and then had the nerve to say after that, no disrespect. Yeah, but what I'm saying is I don't think that's worth being as mad as he is about. Personally, to me, I don't think that is worth that. He never came at him as a man. He, he never said he wasn't a good man. Even Kwame said, you know, I'm not a bust. I got my mom's house. Stephen A. Smith never disputed that. He never said he was a bad kid. He just talked about basketball. Now, did he go Did he go a little bit too far? Maybe the things that, that there's a line? Like, yeah, may, maybe he did that. But I don't think it's like, oh, like, okay, like, 
you, you know, like, like this dude, he's coming at me like that. I, I don't think it justifies him saying, oh, you a punk ass. You, you, know, you know what I mean? Like, I think Kwame took it over the line. Like, that's what I'm saying. I don't think it's worth being that mad over what Stephen A. Smith was doing. Like, comedians do that all the time. They make jokes about people you're like... Not a, you're not a comedian. You're, you're a basketball analyst, number one. And number two, um, it, it, you got to take this into consideration. And Kwame brought this up as well. Um, I'm not just talking about me. Like... Like he says, Stephen A., you do this to all black men. Like you do this to so many black men that come on here and that, you know, want to make a living for the stuff. You get paid to disrespect. So he wasn't just talking about him. Now, now, and you can highlight that because you just told me yourself, Kwame does that to everybody. I mean, Stephen That's A. Wrong. That's wrong. It's two left shoes. See, I don't think it's, I don't think it's wrong. I mean, and Stephen A's done it to white people too. Like, Steve's- okay, fine. What? You're right. You're right. On this one, believe it or not, I'm going to leave race out of it. But the way Stephen A he's like, goes at people, he does that to everybody. And I'm saying that that's wrong. Because then you have, because then you get a person like Kwame Brown who then harbors those feelings. And no, you can't just say, "Well, these are my opinions." Okay, but you also have a right to be responsible with your platform. And if you have people who feel like they're being disrespected on your platform, and then they speak out on it, you have to understand where they're coming from. I mean, but see, but here's the thing: that's TV. Like that's TV. Okay, and now, and guess what? Now, 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 now. This man's going to come at you and be disrespectful. I, I agree. Well, what I'm saying is, there's In a difference. What I'm saying is, you don't get to disrespect me, and then when I want to disrespect you, you don't get to determine how far I'm allowed to go with that. No, 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 and, and that's fair. And Kwame's disrespect first. And Kwame's entitled because we all internalize things differently, and what he finds, what everybody's threshold for what true disrespect is, is something completely different. Uh, but but what I'm saying is, it was about bathroom. It's like there's a difference when you're saying, oh, like he's not a man, like. You know, he's not intelligent. Like, like I'm saying, those are more things that I'm like, you know, okay. Like, he's just talking about his basketball. Like, and, and then when other people talk about his basketball, I'm just like, you know, like, was Kwame as bad as everybody said he is? No, but but I mean, sometimes that's just the way it works. Like, like that's just that that's just how the dice rolls. Like, I, I I don't understand why he's just sitting there being like like just being mad. I just think that's better. And should Stephen A. Smith be famous on it? I don't know. I mean, people think it's funny. I thought it was funny. Like people okay, like, right. and guess what? A lot of people think that it's funny that he's talking that he, that Kwame is now talking about him. So, so and then, the whole, and I think you're missing the point. The whole point of Kwame doing this is he's basically trying to point out to everybody else, oh, it's not funny when it's your turn. Okay, you're right, it's not funny, but I want you to stop, Kwame. No, then you guys stop talking about me, and then when everybody goes home and stops talking, then Kwame's gonna stop. That's what's gonna happen. Kwame's gonna win. Because eventually, like, nobody's going to want to talk about him anymore. You know what this reminds me of really quick? Joe, you probably won't even know this. Joe Budden dissed Drake. Because Drake was talking about Joe Budden in a, in a diss track. So then Joe Budden put out four diss tracks to uh, Drake. And not too many people heard it. But it was the fact that Drake didn't want to get in the ring with a real, real rapper. You know Drake's not a real rapper, so they say. So he didn't really want to get in the ring with him. But guess what? It did. Even though it didn't get Joe Budden famous, it didn't get him a lot of views. You know what it did do? It got people stopped. It got it got uh, Drake to stop talking about Joe because he knew that where the where the level Joe could take it. He's like, damn, you mean to tell me Joe can be that disrespectful? And then Drake has never put his name in his mouth ever again. So I think that's what Kwame's trying to do here. I'm going to make sure. Even though you guys have bigger platforms than me, I will promise you, after I'm done with you on my platform, you will never want to speak on me again. And also, Silas, too, here's my thing. As much as you might want to have, he might have want to have an issue with Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A. Smith has not brought up Kwame Brown, the Kwame Brown joke, in a long, long time. That's not the point. 
No, no, I agree, but I'm saying what he gets mad about, I'm saying what he gets mad about, what I'm saying is that this stuff was going on like a decade ago, a decade ago, like, like in 2011, it's 2021 now, Silas, what I'm saying is you just can't be sitting here, be a grown man, he's talking about always being a grown man, and just be bitter, and just be bitter. Okay, so when you had, so when you had, all, so it's important to remember, you had these people roasting this man for a long time, and then you had Stacks, and I think that was his whole point. Stacks and Matt, y'all bringing me up about something that happened 20 years ago. What are you talking about? Okay, so now since I'm going to bring y'all up, I'm going to bring up everybody else that was talking about me throughout that time too. And yes, he brought up Stephen A. But the reason why his argument is still valid with Stephen A. specifically is because of what you just said. He does this to everybody. You're right. You haven't brought me up in a long time. But what about all these other black and white people that you've done this to that are hurting because you disrespected them like that? And don't think that they're not hurting because they don't say anything because that's how you screwed up with me thinking that I wasn't hurting. For all these years, being embarrassed on national television. So the the point, the moral of the story is, it's important to use your platform responsibly. I, 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 and because 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 when you don't do that, you develop a Kwame Brown who then gets a platform just to talk bad about you on it, very disrespectfully. I I, I think what people do need to re- like I, I think it, it's never going to stop. Like I think you talk about using your platform. I think that that's just the way it's always going to be. Like that's just the way TV is going to be. Like, like that, 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 that's just the way it's going to be. It, it, it's, it, it, it's and never. I think Kwame showing you the way how you can stop it. Just disrespect other people on your platform. They'll stop talking about you. They won't talk about you no more because they'll know now where you can take it. And, and you know what? It's funny. Malcolm X said this. A lot of times people just can't, you, you, you can never really get through to somebody until you learn how to speak their language. So as soon as you learn how to speak their language, we can have a conversation. Well, I mean, but as long as, but if I, as long as you're aggressive towards me and I pass it towards you, we can never have a conversation. But don't worry, we can have one now because you already know what I stand for now, and you know that type of disrespect will never be tolerated. I mean, I don't think. Well, I mean, like, I, I don't think. Personally, I don't think. I mean, personally, most of this happens to players who are still playing in their teams. Like, like aren't gonna obviously let them have personal battles with people like Stephen A. Smith, the media. But even you can look at Skip Bayless, right? The, the Skip Bayless Lebron thing. Skip Bayless has said stuff that you could say like, does Lebron like Skip? Like, like what, what, what I'm saying is, I think you just have to take it in totality. Like, like who people are? Are they are they talking about you, the man? Or are they talking about what what you're doing as a job? That it's a game that people talk about. Like, it, it all drives ratings. Like, I I, I don't I don't I, I think necessarily maybe Kwame's making it bigger to me personally than I think it is. But even to the Matt Barnes and Stack stuff too, like they just talked about basketball. They just talked about basketball, Silas. You're bringing up wives, mothers, children, stuff they do in their personal lives, just because they're talking about basketball. Well, well, no, 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 because I, because I, because he, you're, you're making it that. But he also has brought up on numerous occasions how people did bring up personal things, which is why he made it personal. And you have to take this to totality. Kwame brought up, yo, I want to see you guys in person. Can you please stop talking like that? And then these then these people didn't even respond. Now that he has a platform, now they want to respond to him. That's where he's coming from. That's his stance. And I agree. I understand why he's mad. And I do understand why he's mad to an extent. But I'm just saying, even if you look at the Jack and Matt thing specifically, what they said and what was kind of the boiling point, and obviously there's other stuff that led to it. But I'm just saying, like, okay, yeah, do they probably take a little too far off the drays them? They're laughing a little bit. Like, yeah, but, like, you know, they're just joking around. Like, obviously, I don't think Stax and Matt were like, oh, yo, we're trying to piss this dude off. I don't know if that was their thinking during it. 
and then he's talking about you know people's like kids. Like I I don't understand why you got to make it that personal because that's that, that's personal personal. Because because if because if Kwame kept it strictly to to basketball, then he he wouldn't be able to meet stats in that. He wouldn't be able to meet them on that because they have more sex, successful careers than he does. So he had to go personal. And also, what's I didn't say it was right. I didn't say I would do that. But again, this keeps. I guarantee nobody's going to talk about him after after this whole show is over. I promise nobody's going to talk about him again. Nobody's ever going to have the gall to disrespect Kwame Brown again. In terms of what well, was Kwame's basketball career as bad as people said it was, in your opinion? Um, I mean, he was a bust. He didn't live up to uh, expectations. Um, I think everybody knows that. Um, but otherwise than that, no, I mean, he was in the league for what, eight years, 10 years, 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. 10 years in the league. He, he, he got some money while he was in there. He was, he wasn't, he was, he was not a scrub. I, I wouldn't say he was a scrub, but no, he was definitely not worthy of, of, of the number one overall pick. This is kind of the, this is kind of like, uh, Markel Fultz. We're still waiting for Markel Fultz to blossom, right? When's that going to happen? So, um, yeah, I would, I would equate it to Markel Fultz. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break and then cut him next after the break on Barbershop Sports Talk. We're going to talk some NBA. Cut him next after the break on Barbershop Sports Talk. And we still have Silas Garrison with us. So, Silas, Lakers versus Warriors a couple nights ago for the play-in. The Lakers won, I believe it was 103 to 100 as a game. They were trailing for most of it, but eventually LeBron and AD prevailed, and they are going to be the seven, and they're going to play Phoenix. So, Silas, how do you like the Lakers' chances? So they're going to open on the road as a 7 seed. They're going to face a Phoenix Suns team that's had a really, really good year. Uh, so how do you like the chances? All right, so here, here's the thing. Um, the same reason why it, it counted against the Lakers last year, what I'm about to say, is the same reason why it's going to play the, to their advantage this year. So in the bubble, there really was no home court advantage, right? And the Lakers had got the one seed. And um, while I'm not that huge on home court advantage, uh, it definitely does play a role, and um, they had it, and unfortunately they weren't able to use it because everybody plays on the same court. Okay, well now they're traveling, um, and I still don't think it's going to play that much of an advantage because like the, the crowds are less than 50% capacity, so really it's not going to make that difference one or the other. Also, I don't really foresee the... You really... You, you, you really are supposed to play the... All right, let me explain this. You're really supposed to play uh, the, the 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 one seed. You're really you're really supposed to look at the one seed and the two seed as the two people that can really go. Where in this case, I think the Clippers and the Lakers still have great chances because I still like the Clippers over Utah, and I still like the Lakers over the Suns. Um, I don't really mind that they're facing the Suns in the first round because I think we match up very well with them. Um, also. I never really put that much stock into where LeBron James starts in the in the playoffs. Look, LeBron James has never lost uh, in the first round of the playoffs, so no, I don't see it happening. You know, 
here anyway. Uh, LeBron James said a couple years ago, uh, if I come to your building for 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 uh, a seven game series, and I'm in your building in the first round, it's going to be very difficult for you. That's what he said, and I believe him. Uh, he's earned the right to say that. Um, you know, and in addition to that, I think they match up very well with Phoenix. Uh, I like our chances against Phoenix. Um, I like our chance against the Nuggets, who I believe should be on the or Denver. It's going to be the, the winner of the Denver, Denver and the Blazers, Denver and the Blazers, Denver and the Blazers. Yep. Um, I, so I, I think I could definitely see you know Denver winning that series, and I could see the Lakers doing exactly what they did to them last year. Uh, we're a better team than we well, we're just about as good, if not a little bit better than what we were last year. It's oh, just oh, in spite of our injuries is is why we would be worse. But it looks like everybody's starting to come back into form. If the Lakers can put the foot on the gas and you know really make a run at this thing, I see no reason why they can't end up making a run for a championship and getting out of the West. I have them as clear clear favorites to get out of the West potentially competing for a championship out East as well. See, I think we, I think it's going to be a little bit tough. I think Phoenix is going to be a better series than you think. I I, I think it's going to be Lakers and Six, personally. Now I think Denver and Portland I think is going to be easier for them. Denver and Portland, I think they'll beat either of those teams in five. And then I think it's going to take six to seven to whoever comes out of LA or Utah. Well, who do you think is coming out? Do you think it's going to be Utah, or do you think it's going to be I Lakers? reserve the right to see that opinion. I will I will think more about that as I see them play their two series. Uh, but I, for sure, right now, have the Lakers coming out that side of the bracket. Well, well uh, you know, Daryl, I don't mean to get us off schedule here. You know, we were talking about this. I, you know, you're talking about the, 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 the you know, the Lakers and the, and, and the, and the Suns. You know, tonight we find out if Steph Curry's going to play play Utah. I'm not so sure they could keep up with Steph. I already told you that Utah's going to win in six. I, 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 Steph might get them up out of here. That's not, that is irresponsible for what? you to say, Silas. Why? Steph might get them out of here. Mm. Steph might be like, no, I don't want to go home in the first round. I, Steph might, Steph might want to compete. He doesn't have a choice. He doesn't have a choice. They're going to double team him the whole time. They're going to double team him the whole time. They, they, they're going to get the ball out of his, like, in a seven games, like, no, no, there's no way, no. Go ahead, get the ball out of his hand. Actually, he's more dangerous with the ball, he's actually one of those players who's more dangerous with the ball out of his hand. They will have, I would, I'm just telling you this, I'm telling you this, Daryl, I would not be surprised at all if Steph Curry beats, beats the Utah Jazz in a seven games. Silas, who, who is the Warriors' second best offensive player? Exactly, that's what, oh boy, didn't I just, <laughs> my guy, my did I just did I just say I wouldn't be surprised if Steph Curry? I said Steph Curry. Ha, he can't score oh, 100 points a game. He can't score 100 points a game. Where were they getting the other fifth? Well, that's going to be with the times that he's double teamed. Silas, listen. I'm just saying. 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 Draymond, why are you disrespecting Draymond? Draymond scored oh, when Draymond played the late. You want how many points? Draymond scoring like five points a game. Don't bring me up Draymond as a points. Why are you bringing up points? He's a very good defensive player. Nothing, there's going to be nothing good. There's going to be nothing. There, look, they're not going to have anything easy inside. I could actually make an argument that if Steph Curry was healthy um, the entire year, they probably would have been the sixth or the eighth or the fifth seed. They were making they were making pushes to move up. And and, and, and I don't want to hear it because they're – wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm looking at this right now. Are the Mavericks – what what seed are the Mavericks? The Mavericks are the five. I mean, yeah, they're the five. 
So so it's gonna be so it's gonna be it's gonna be the Clippers and the Mavericks first round. I have Clippers in six. Clippers are gonna get them out of there in six. Oh my good! Oh wait a minute. The, the Clippers might not even make it out the first round. Well, I think we we, we disagree with that. I, I got I got to look more at the bracket. I, I'm sorry for coming on your podcast. I, um um uh, um. Without looking at the, everything, the, it's the Clippers versus the Mavs, the Blazers versus the Nuggets, the Lakers versus the Suns, and the Jazz versus either the Grizzlies or the Warriors, and we'll figure that out tonight. Whoever wins that game, right? Uh, I got, I got, I have, I, I, I don't know what's going to happen in the first round. To be honest with you, I don't know what's going to happen with that first uh, game with Utah and, and the Warriors, but I, I'm pretty sure that the Warriors can pull it off, and. I have no idea what's going to happen with the Mavs and and um, and the Clippers. Uh, I do foresee the Nuggets beating the man. These are some good games, man. These are some really good games. Um, obviously, the Lakers are going to beat the Suns, um, but yeah, I have no idea what's going to happen with with the with the with the four. What is this? I'm looking at it right now. The four and the five is going to be probably the best series. The four and the five. The four and the five and... Yeah, probably the five. The four and the five is the best matchup we got right now. Why do you disrespect Utah so much? Why do you think the Warriors... Because of Steph? Like, like I'm serious. Like, I'm like I'm serious. Like, like I like, like I, I think the Warriors can get a couple games. Because I think Steph is going to have a couple heat check games where he drops, no. like, fifth. Because I've seen him do it. First of all, Steph Curry's playing with house money. He has nothing to lose. Also... Um, look, playoff basketball is just different, right? Um, I'm looking at a Utah Jazz team that was up three to one and lost this, lost the series. It's the same reason why I'm not that confident with the Clippers. That Dem- I just gotta see everything play out. That Denver Nuggets team is better than this Warriors team. This Warriors team has one of the worst defenses in the NBA. They have one of the worst yeah, defenses. Yeah, yeah, but that's not telling me anything when you got Steph Curry. I'm just saying with Steph Curry, anything is possible. With Steph Curry, anything's possible. In a one-game situation, not a seven-game series where you can game play. Listen, if the if the listen, if the Warriors beat the Jazz, something is wrong. There is no way a team like the Jazz should lose to the Warriors. There is no way. Oh, for over the maybe one game. In a one-game scenario, Steph Curry is dangerous. You will never hear so me wait, say you that. Got, so you got Utah beat. So wait, you got Utah beating Steph Curry in, in a in a seven-game series. You got them. You got them winning at five. A gentleman. I sweep? said six. I said, I'll give him six. I said six. I'll give him six. Yeah, I don't know. They're going to make everything difficult on Steph. He's the only... Listen, there is going to be three people paying attention to Steph at all times. Not unless you're telling me these randos are going to start making... You you trust Wiggins? Is Wiggins... You you trust Wiggins like that? Wiggins is pretty good player. Okay, okay, Silas. Okay, you trust Wiggins like that? You, You really trust Wiggins like that? No, but I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying I wouldn't, I, and, and Kelly, wait, wait yeah, uh, they have Oubre too, yeah, huh, Oubre too, Oubre's coming back, they're gonna lose in sex, they're, they're, so they're, they got they're... Oubre, they got Wiggins, Steph Curry, I heard, I heard Clay starting to shoot around, <laughs> and, and then we're still talking about the words, we don't even know if they're gonna be Memphis tonight, anyway, if they, if they don't beat Memphis, I don't have a right to talk, but if they beat Memphis, they're gonna beat Memphis tonight, don't do that. You know Memphis isn't getting in the playoffs. I, but, hey, I, we, we got to see the game. It's a one-game situation. How thinking? many games did Utah use this, this year? 16? Say that again? How many games did Utah lose this year? I know they won 52 games. Uh, I don't know how many they lost. It was a shortened season. Yeah. I mean, they were on pace for like 60 wins. They have a shortened season when it was um, for like 10 games. Like 10 games, shortened season. Like, 
but then at least we're going to be back to normal next year or so. I mean, they were on pace for like a 61 season. Utah's going to... Do you think Utah's going to make it to the finals? No, I already told you. I, I think the Lakers... No, I, no, 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 no. I want, I want it on the podcast, see? Because when you say I already told you, we can't go back and look at the tape. You can't go back and look at the tape. Just tell but me. Not, but now I can look at the tape. No, I'm telling you. Uh, right now, I would pick the Lakers. Lakers are going out of the West. I think... I the Lakers? I have the Lakers out of the West. Yes. Okay. And I reserve the right to change my pick if I see something that concerns me. Uh, no, no, no. Yes, I do. Stand yes, I. Stand by your pick. No, it's my podcast. I can do it. <laughs> oh, okay, but you're my friend. Huh? I'm asking you as a friend. Stand by. I will. I, I if I, for example, if LeBron blows out his knee, you think I'm still going to pick the Lakers? If I see something. Okay, okay. No, no, no. But you couldn't foresee injury. Obviously, inj- But like, come on, like inj- We're not talking about injury. That's not. That's not what we're. Bringing. So I'm saying, if you saw, if you, if the Jazz blew out the, the Clippers by 30 points in each game, that wouldn't make you think about your pick a little bit differently. Say it again. If the Jazz in the second round, they let's say they beat the Warriors in four, then they sweep the Clippers, and while that's sweep, that's not how you get to make picks. You don't get to make picks because things happen over time. Like, no, I'm saying if things happen, I'm not going to be like I'm asking you to predict. I, you could go off of a game to game basis, but I'm talking about before. But we, you're, you could go off a game to game basis. That's not the argument I'm making. I'm saying, what if we were just looking at it from like a standard of like we were filling out like a March Madness bracket, like we were filling out a March Madness bracket. Like, how would you fill out the bracket for the West? How would you fill out the bracket for the East? And then, yes, after you see things over time, you could probably be like, yeah, I have them winning because I picked them. But after what I've seen, I'm probably going to be wrong with that. I'm going to have this. You know what I mean? Then you can reserve the right to pick. But at least put it on paper what you had initially. I don't even know who I think is winning between. I think that's going to be seven games. I still got to wait till they play their two first round series before I decide who I who I would what rather. What do you think is going to be seven games? What you think? The, you think the Suns are going to be a seven game series? No, I'm talking about the Clippers and the and the Jazz in the second round. I think they're both going to be in the second round. I think they're going to play each other in seven. So I'm not okay. even. Ch- the, what do you have? The, you have you have the you have the Clippers beating the Mavs in six. Yes. Mm. We'll have to see. Yes, we'll have I do. And I have the and I have the Lakers beating the Suns in six too. Mavs might get the Clippers. That's Silas. That, that's the, the Mavs might get the Clippers. That's you Because you got to take into consideration, they don't have. I know. Listen, just hear me out. They don't have Montrez Harrell. Montrez Harrell terrorized them last year. On, on offensively, offensively, so they don't have that. And I, I don't know. They would have won last year if they had Borzingis, and I think Borzingis is back, right? They're not beating them. They're not. Beating. Do they have Borzingis back? He's been hurt. He's been nicked up the whole time. He, is Porzingis going to play in this series is what I'm asking. Yes. All right, then I give them a solid chance. Oh, God. Because they would have went seven with him last year. They probably would have beat them in six last year. Porzingis, 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 they've been better without Porzingis this year, Silas. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. That's irresponsible. That's not irresponsible. You can look at all the that's analytics. That's the, the Dallas and Luka, Luka they, they are a better basketball team with Porzingis on the That court. is not true. Silas, the analytics so would. So you don't. So okay, okay. So why don't they trade Porzingis? No, I think they are looking at trading him. I don't think anybody wants him because he's a seven foot three guy with injury issues that, that hasn't lived up to expectations. They can't trade him. It's a poison pill. But what I will say is this: I definitely can see that that series going seven. I like, I like it that they're going to run it back this year. I'm down with it. I'm down with it. And in terms of, can you specifically though get into your issue with Utah? I already told you. 
number one, they're Utah, so that oh, has okay. everything to do with it. I'm de- I definitely never liked the Utah Jazz to begin with. Um, I think number two, I do not trust Donovan Mitchell. Um, I just do not see him as a big-time game player. Uh, I never did. I never seen him as that. I, 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 I have never seen Donovan Mitchell winning a championship. I never saw him winning a championship. Um, and don't ask me what I think. I can tell you what Kevin Durant and what LeBron James think. They picked this man last for his uh, for their um, for their All Star teams, and they did the same thing with Rudy Gobert because they don't respect Utah. They don't respect them at all. Nor do I. Nor do most people. And by the way, you're, the only reason why you're so high on them is because they were working the hardest to get the one seed. Nobody else was really working that hard. To they get weren't the working the hardest. Donovan the Mitchell only two got hurt. That were working hard to get the one seed was the Suns and was the Maverick. It was the Suns and was the and was the Utah Jazz. The Jazz That's were it. not working as hard as they. Donovan Mitchell was hurt at the end of the year. He wasn't playing. What do you mean they were working? I didn't work without the best player. Because for all intents and purposes, because they were playing everybody else super hard, and not only that. They they were like what two? Ga- you were telling me yourself they were like three games up. The only reason why it was close between the Suns and the Jazz is because Donovan Mitchell got hurt. Yeah, so don't tell me they weren't trying to hang on to it. Every team was trying to do the best. I mean, injuries happened. No, like that's why some teams felt try- they were trying to be the best. Right, right. But I'm saying when injuries occurred, like for example, if you could reshape this bracket in the beginning of the year, this is not how it would have played out. And the only reason why it didn't play out how we typically think it does, because every time, every time you guess the bracket in the beginning of the year for the playoffs. Nine times out of ten, you're right. Like, th- this isn't one of those sports where, like, oh, we could have never saw that cap happening. Like, in a seven-game series, nine times out of ten, the best team wins. So, like, it's the exact same thing when you have 82 games. If you have 82 games, nine times out of ten, the best team really is the one seed. And you don't nine think... Nine times out of ten. You... So, with, so, but, like, again, LeBron James was hurt. The Clippers I have, are never going to be the one seed because they never cared about it, even though at one point they were the two. And then even when they were two, even when they were two and only like two games behind, they started load managing because <laughs> that shows like how much they cared about where they were in terms of seeding. And we know that wherever Chris Paul goes, like obviously that team's going to be really good. Uh, the Mavericks had a slow start and so did Denver. But nobody saw the Utah Jazz fit. Like, if somebody would have told me that the Jazz would have been the three or would have been the four, I would be like, yeah. If somebody would have told me Denver would have been the three or the four, I would be like, sure. Silas, but who no, told who told you at the beginning? Nobody would have saw Utah. You asked me to explain. Nobody was going to see the Utah Jazz being the one. The only reason why they're the one is out of default because of other things that have happened with other teams throughout the year. Who told you that they were going to be the one? Huh? Who told you they were going to be the one seed? You told me they were going to be the one like 15 games in. Yes. No, like twenty games in, you're like, dude, they're gonna be the one. And then did you say? And then and then and, and, and did you not say they were not gonna be the one? And did you not you say th- you? No, no. Okay, see, this is why I'm so happy that we have tape. This is why I'm so happy that we have tape. You said that the Lakers were gonna be the one. So don't try and switch it up now. I did, but then I told you. I watched the games and I changed my mind and I said, okay, the Jazz are gonna be the one now. And then you said, no, they're not gonna be the one. After the Lakers got hurt. And you also said the Jazz were gonna fall off, Silas. You said they were gonna fall. Did the Jazz? No, I did. I did say that. Did they ever fall off? Fall off. And they and they and and they did not fall off. And the only reason why they didn't fall off is because everybody else got injured. What what do you mean? Because everybody else got injured. Dude, 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 dude. The same reason why the Utah Jazz are the one is the same reason why Nikolai Jokic Jokic is going to win. Uh, MVP this year. It's because there was nobody else. There was nobody else there. Everybody else was hurt. Oh. Kevin Durant hurt for half the season. Anthony Davis hurt for half of the season. LeBron James hurt for half of the season. Like what? Like what are we doing? 
Everybody was hurt. Joel Embiid, Joel Embiid hurt for half of the season. And, and, and to show you how, and to show you that Nikolai Jokic doesn't deserve it, Joel Embiid still might get it in spite of him being hurt for half of the season just because they have the one seed. Where, where do you see the four seed when the, when the, when the, when the, uh, He's the three seed. The He's the three seed. He's the three seed. You never see that. He's the three seed. The, the Denver's the three seed. When do you see the three seed win it? Typically, it goes to the one or the two in each uh-huh. conference, or or in one of the two conferences. So that just goes to show. And so that just goes to show you that obviously the the only reason why like these awards aren't really like saying anything. They're not telling this year. Hell, Russell Will, Russell Westbrook is probably going to be all, all NBA this year. And the reason why he's going to be all NBA, and he didn't even make the All Star team. I don't think he's right. going to win All NBA, and he didn't even make the All Star team. I don't. We're, we're, hold up, we can talk about that in a minute. What we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to get into what Silas said about Russell Westbrook in the All NBA and Joker being the MVP, and we're going to get to that kind of next after the break on Barbershop Sports Talk. Barbershop Sports Talk, we still have Silas Garrison with us. So you, you made two points that I, I wanted to address specifically. Now, first, you mentioned Joker. You don't think Nikola Jokic should be the MVP? No. I'm, let me be very clear. He had a good season. But prior to the top, prior prior to uh, him getting uh, really immersed in the MVP race, LeBron James was ahead of him, and you had Joel Embiid ahead of him. James Harden would have probably been ahead of him, but because of the circumstance, they didn't want, you know, because of the circumstance that happened in the beginning of the year, they didn't want to give him that his just due. And you could have easily made an argument that my guy in the beginning of the year, Kevin Durant, also could have been an MVP candidate. All of the individuals I enumerated missed at least 15 games, if not 20. And no, you cannot be in the MVP conversation if you miss that many games. So as a result, while yes, he deserves to be in the running for it, no, absolutely not. This is not one of those years where the best player who played the best this year is going to win it. It's going to be because he literally won it by default because everybody else was hurt. To me, that's not... the. the, 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 the I, I disagree with that. I, I, I think that's the wrong way to look at the NBA. Part of the best ability is availability. If you want to be the MVP, you have to play the games. You have to play the games. That's why, for example, LeBron James might not make All-NBA first team this year because he missed a substantial amount of games. That's why Kevin Durant's not going to be on any All-NBA team. That's why James Harden might not be on... And that's fine, and I have no problem with that. I'm not saying he should have won the MVP. What I'm saying is we both know the situation that you won that off a default. No, because you. These people missed. You. The reason he won it is because he played every single game this year. They lost their second best player. He he took them back from the mud in the Western Conference and got them all the way to the third seed in the West. That's why he's MVP. 
Right. Now let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. If he would have did all of that, and LeBron James and Joel Embiid would have played all of the games that they played, is Nikolai Jokic still the MVP? No. So that's why I'm saying it doesn't matter. You can win the MVP, but we again both know the situation. It would have never played out like that if the circumstances were different, and we all know that. You can have the trophy. You can have the trophy, and you're still going to go down as an MVP. But we both know what really happened. We know. That's like it with every year, Silas. That's like it's, kind of like, what, it's like what it's like what happened with Kevin Durant. We dude, we've got we're never gonna see eye to eye, eye, to eye on this because it's the same thing when Kawhi Leonard ended up winning the 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 championship for for the Raptors. It was a great story. Yes, Toronto deserves that championship. It was so cool. Remember, we actually wanted to fly up there. Like, yeah, dude. Like, heck yeah, that was great. But we both know, Daryl. That if Kevin Durant was playing in that series, they would have gotten swept. And <laughs> you're saying, well, we can't think like that. Yes, we can because we because we know basketball. Because we don't have short-term memories. So, no. Take the trophy. Nobody's trying to take it away. But we both know you don't you, you deserve it. But we both know you would have never had it otherwise. That's it, all I'm saying. Injuries are part of the game. Injuries are a part of the game, but yes, you are still able to think what would have happened if this did not occur. And we and we have enough analytics and anecdotal evidence to prove that LeBron James or Joel Embiid or Kevin Durant would have won the MVP over Nick. I don't know about I don't. I'm not. Nikolai for half the year. Nikolai Jokic wasn't even in the MVP discussion. I he started coming on stronger, stronger. And, and only after these individuals got hurt that he slid in. It was so a battle. Okay, it's the same thing for Russell Westbrook. You're saying Russell Westbrook. Dude, first of all, I love Russ. Person, like, like even outside of basketball, like he's one of my favorite. He's one of my favorite basketball players. He's one of the most slept on. He's going actually, in my opinion, he's a basketball legend because what he did is quite literally legendary. You can't oh. say Oscar Robertson is a legend of basketball and then say Russell Westbrook isn't. This man is a, this man is by far a legend. But just on this specific topic, this man is going to be probably NBA all NBA all thirteen, and he should not be NBA all thirteen. And the proof is in the pudding. He wasn't even an All Star this year. I don't think Russell all-star. Westbrook. He's going to be NBA All Star team. I don't think Russell Westbrook is going to be on the All NBA team. No, but I'm but I'm but I'm saying you could make an argument that he could you, you, because you could. of the individuals that got hurt, and I'm saying that that's BS. Only because he only because other people got hurt is why he would slide into that role. Silas, and he, yes, he should slide in if the people got hurt and then they no longer qualified for it. I understand that. That's not that's not what I'm arguing. What I'm saying is it's not a good if, if the NBA All Team is to represent who are the best players. This year, it's not really a good representation if like half of the great players were hurt. That so means you don't count. Representation. So that means you don't really count. Good. You can only do it by who based off who plays. I know, I know. You can only do it by who qualifies and who played. I got it. But if nobody played, is that really a good representation of the NBA? Well, okay. No. If you want to talk about who are the best players of the 2010s, you want to know what we talk about: Steph Curry, Russell Westbrook. If you want to know why people don't talk about Derrick Rose because Derrick Rose got hurt. Obviously, if Derrick Rose never got hurt, things would be differently. But guess what? He tore the ACL. That's just how it is. That's just how it is. Should okay, I put Derrick Rose there and say, hey, yeah, let's yeah, not forget you're, Derrick Rose? my point. You're, 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 you're arguing off of emotion. What, what I'm talking about is, they're, they're, oh, dude, I'm making a very simple argument. All I'm saying is that if people get hurt, that's fine. But then when people get hurt, you have to understand that when these NBA, come, NBA teams come out, they're not a good representation. Like, for example, this Warrior team, it's not a really good representation of what the Warriors really produce. Like, if you would have saw the Warriors for the past four years and then you saw them f- fighting tonight for the HC, you'd be like, what happened? Injuries. 
but the, but that's not a good representation of how good they, they actually can be. It's not a really good representation. If you were saying like, for example, the NBA All First Team, these are the basketball players that were the best this season, and then they look completely different from last year. You would say, oh, so those guys from last year fell off a cliff? No, they just got hurt. So it's not a good representation to then say that these guys on the first team this year arrived. They didn't arrive. Other people just miss games. They miss time. And that's the reason why, for example, a LeBron James, like you would say, like, oh, for example, the two seed, the Suns, yes, they should be the favorites over the Lakers. But, of course, they're not because everybody knows that the Lakers are pound for pound still a better team. So no, so, no, when I'm saying rankings, awards, when they're done like this, I'm making a bigger argument than Nikolai Jokic. I'm saying, like, when awards and, like, things like that, the seedings, when they when they play out like this, they're not a good representation of who's really the best. Then what should they do, Silas? Then please explain what should no, they do. they should still do the same thing. I'm just saying, give Nikolai Jokic the MVP. I'm just saying, we both know he doesn't. He, he wouldn't have won it. Don't, don't, I, I'm, not, I, I'm never not going to tell him, man, he doesn't deserve it when he's the one that played every single game. I didn't game. say he didn't deserve it. You almost said it. I didn't say he deserved it. You, I took that back. He, doesn't, it's, he deserves it, but you only deserve it because there was nobody else to give it to. Yes, if Joel, if Joel, I mean, I mean, there's, I mean you could have gave it to Chris Paul. Some people said that. Listen, it, listen. Chris, it, Chris yeah. Paul was not going. Chris Paul was not going to get it. If Joel and B, if Joel and B was healthy, do I think? Not put up the numbers that Nikolai Jokic. If Joel and was healthy, do I think Joel and B probably would have won it? Yes, but I think there's an argument with Jokic. I think Jokic still had an MVP caliber season. I don't think Jokic had some like. Daryl, this is irresponsible. You're just arguing to argue. Nobody thought that Nikolai Jokic would have won if Joel Embiid and LeBron James had stayed in. No, I think he would have been in the... No, I think people would have been talking about him. Why wouldn't the people have been talking about him? Please explain why people wouldn't have been talking about him. Why wouldn't the people have been talking about him? Because LeBron James was was, was at the time averaging, what, 20... I think he was averaging 25-7-8. And and then he had the Lakers as the one seed at, at the time where he was... Considered and then and then when Anthony Davis got hurt, he even came along even more because then he was the four seed and he was trying to keep them afloat, which he did. Then Joel Embiid was coming along the exact same way. Joel Embiid had actually statistically a better season than LeBron James did, but the only reason why LeBron James was ahead of him was because he was playing without his second best player. So it was like, all right, like he's playing without his second best player. He's thirty six years old and he's playing like this. Like, come on, this and, and not only that, you see how bad this team is. They are god awful. They are like lottery pick when LeBron James doesn't play and when Anthony Davis does play. So no, it would have never been a conversation for Nikolai Jokic because of those two individuals. What I'm saying and you is, could make an argument that somebody else could have came into that break too. When you're like you could easily like you could easily made an argument that that Kevin Durant, who was averaging what uh, he would do, oh my god, his percentage was crazy. He was averaging like thirty on like or like twenty five or thirty on like whatever percent shooting. It was crazy. It was crazy. And like they, so, like that was more impressive. Not to mention they all have better records. You always told me, Daryl, that the MVP typically goes to the best player on the on the hardest. Uh, on, it goes to the best player with the best record on the best team with the best. I record. said I would have picked Joel Embiid. I said I would have picked Joel Embiid. What I'm saying is he had a credible. That's, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying you would, you probably would have been right, but the reason why you're not going to be right is because they got hurt, and so as a result, it's going to go to Joe. It's going to go to Nikolai. Give it to Nikolai Jokic, but I'm just saying it's not a good representation of him of of, of the league when that.
that's your MVP. Of a center, of a center who averages almost a triple double, who shoots 50% from the field, 40% from the three-point line, and lost the second-best player, yet they're climbing up the rankings in the West and end up being the third seed. That's not a representation. Now, is he the best MVP ever? No. He's probably one of the worst MVPs ever. But I'm not going to say, like, and disrespect this man and say he wouldn't, he shouldn't be on an MVP ballot. I'm not going to do that. That's not what I said. That's not what... So, so what you're saying is obviously if, if, if Joel Embiid didn't get Joel Embiid would have won. But I'm saying there is still an argument I'm for Joe. LeBron James didn't get hurt. Le LeBron James would have won. I'm saying I'm saying if Kevin Durant didn't get hurt, Kevin Durant. Well, guess what? Won. Those were 40 games ago. I'm not talking about Joel Embiid happened a little bit later. I'm not talking about dude. Kevin Durant only played like freaking 20 games. I'm not mentioning Kevin Durant. Don't mention Kevin Durant. He played I, Kevin Durant has him. Well, Kevin Durant. no, I mentioned Kevin Durant. Well, I, I, did. I did. Okay, I'm not I'm not going to mention I Kevin Durant. Well, 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 well guess what? James Harden played about 30. Well, guess what? Well, guess what? You gotta guess what? Don't mention me, guys, who play 30 games. Well, listen, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant hasn't played more than 40 games in the season since since since, 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 since you were like a freshman in college. So don't bring up. So don't bring up Kevin Durant. Don't bring up Kevin Durant. Don't bring up Kevin Durant because Kevin Durant was more impressive in 20 games than Nikolai Jokic was. Kevin Durant's Kevin Durant's 20 games. His 20 game stretch was better than Nikolai Jokic's 30 game stretch. And what that got him? And what does that have him? What does that have? What does that have? Well, let's look at it. Who's probably going to make it to the? Who's going to make it to the finals? Okay, okay. Is it going to be Brooklyn or is it going to be the Nuggets? Oh, because he has James Harden and Kyrie Irving. Because he has James Harden and Kyrie Irving. Talking about finals. I thought we were talking about a chip. I've. Who is Nikola? Nikola Jokic, the second best player on his Dude, team right not, now, is Michael Nikola Porter. Jokic I have a question. Is only going to win the MVP because other people got hurt. Is, is Michael Porter? Let's is Michael? I have a question. No, I'm just. I just want to ask you this: Is Michael Porter better than James Harden? Huh? Is Michael Michael Porter Jr. the second best player on the Nuggets right now? Is Michael Porter Jr. better a better basketball player than James Harden? I'm just asking. Is no. he? Is no. he, is he no, close to James Harden? Is he close to James Harden? No. Okay. Okay, thank you. That's the second best point. What, what are you telling me? Is Michael Porter... Is Michael... You're acting like James Harden is only doing this because he's playing with two All-Stars. He's been like this. No, I, I agree. James but Harden's when you have... Like this. The, the, the Nets have three of the top ten players. That's irresponsible. That's irresponsible. And you're a hypocrite because you didn't because you didn't say this stuff when Kevin Durant was doing it with, 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 with Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. I never said Kevin Durant should be MVP. I never said Kevin Durant should be MVP of the league. I never said that. You never heard that come out of my mouth. You made an argument for Steph Curry to be MVP of the league. I... I I did, but that was before the war, before Kevin Durant came. No, 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 no. You said, you said in there, not their last year, the year before that. Like, I think, I believe it was Kevin Durant's first No, year. it was not. It was 2016 and it was 2015 no, I made the no, argument. It was, there no. was one year where Kevin Durant was there and you said Steph Curry could be in the running for MVP. No, that was, that's not true, Silas. It was 2015 and it was 2016, Silas. No. It was 2015. And... That's not what I'm buying. That's not what I'm buying. Silas. So because they have better players, that's the reason why they were able to win. Look, check this out. Nikolai Jokic, I don't know what we're arguing about. You're making me stutter over my words for something that I agree with you on. He's going to win MVP. I'm saying the man is going to win it off of off of default and that's a fair argument to make i still consider him my mvp personally i i think he's going he's going to be i am too he is going to win mvp but it's going but, I, but why can i ask you a question why can he win mvp but i can't talk about anything else that happened throughout the year no he's just mvp that's it no that's not fair let me talk about the other stuff too let me talk about how LeBron James was winning by a landslide until he got hurt. <laughs> Let me talk about how Anthony Davis was out. Let me talk about how Kevin Durant was out. Half of the league didn't play this year. Half of the league didn't play. I also do have to ask you this, too. This is actually something I, I have been wanting to, to bring up on the podcast. Uh, 
So, and this is actually probably going to start another argument, but uh, so you told me Kawhi Leonard was not, could not be the best player on the championship team. So I just want you to lay that out there. Darrell, why are we getting into this? This 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 was like months ago. No, I know. I mean, I know it wasn't months ago. It was probably two months ago. But I'm, no, I'm asking you. I'm asking you. It was so. First of all, this was this was like four months ago. I this argument just for context. It started over to over the Toronto Raptors um, uh, when Kawhi Leonard went to Toronto and uh, he beat the Warriors without Kevin Durant. That team, the Toronto Raptors, would have never won a championship if Kevin Durant didn't get hurt. So I stand by what I said that he's not good enough to be the best player on a championship team. Because yes, that while they would have won a championship, then that was an exception. There are a lot of people, given that circumstance, with that depleted East, that would have won a championship. If the Bucks would have faced the Warriors without Kevin Durant, the Bucks would have won. If the Sixers would have faced the Warriors, then that means Ben, Sim- ben Simmons and Joel Embiid would have won. There are plenty of teams that would have beaten that Warriors team without Kevin Durant. And you can make an argument, well, Silas, like, they still had Clay, they still had Steph, and then you have to remember, Clay missed two games. So it's not like it's not like it was just Kevin Durant out. They were depleted with 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 um with Clay Thompson out as well. That matters. Not only that, when you take that into consideration with the fact that uh Kawhi Leonard won a championship with the uh, with the Spurs. He's the best player. When he was when he was when he was when he was on the when he was on the Spurs team, Malgin, or uh, Tony Parker was the best player. No. <laughs> and then when Tony Parker wasn't the best player, I can make an argument. I can I can easily make an argument. Tony Parker was the best player, and if not, I could easily make a, make an argument that for the for a long period of time, Tim Duncan was the best player. Okay. So no, we're not going to sit here and act like like Kawhi Leonard's that dude, and I don't think he will ever win another NBA championship going. Well, I, I, obviously, do you at least agree with me on that last part? Do you think Kawhi Leonard will win another championship? I depends also where else he goes. Can do I, I depends where else he goes. Kawhi so, Leonard will never win another. NBA okay, well, guess what? If he's on the team where he's their second best player, I guarantee you they probably will win. Or if he's a team where he's the oh, third best so player, he's the second best player. Okay. I, well, I, well, no, I said there's level because I tiered this, Silas. I, I, I tiered this. There's players who can yes, be. Yes, I, I, I do not believe that he can be on an NBA championship team. That it, when he is the best player. Well, no. was Chauncey Billups the best player on the Detroit Pistons? No, we're not going to bring. We're not bringing up Chauncey Billups. We're bringing up Kawhi. And I'm asking. I'm asking. So why could Chauncey Billups? And I'm asking you. And I'm telling you. I'm telling you. We're talking about Kawhi because you always try and shift the narrative. What and try and make a nexus, a connection to Chauncey Billups and what he did against the against the Lakers versus what uh, what happened with 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 Kawhi. And you know good and well that those Lakers teams were depleted because of the arguments and the pops that happened with Kobe and Shaq. So stop. It. So what I'm saying is, so what you're saying is, you consider Kawhi Leonard and Chauncey Billups the same. They wouldn't have won if their other teams didn't have issues so they're just not the best player on the championship team is what you're saying so you would consider no 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 what what i'm saying is Kawhi leonard would have never won if if kevin durant and clay thompson did not get hurt that's a fact and if kobe no and and no he was not the best player on that on that on that spurs team if if kobe if so if kobe and shaq weren't arguing would the pistons have beat them no they wouldn't have 
If okay. they were playing, if they were playing literally just as good as they were the year before, they would have won again. Okay, so that's so that's basically your that's the same thing. Is what you're saying? Then it's not. No, it's not the same thing. Because one per because 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 Chauncey Billups was the best player on a championship team, and the other team was 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 arguing. Kobe, it's one thing to argue as Kobe and Shaq were in the finals. It's another thing for two players to not be not be in. So I would make the same argument, for example, if Kobe and Shaq didn't play at all. Because that's what you're talking about with Clay and Kevin. Clay was out for Clay was out for two pivotal games, and then so was Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant was out the entire series. Yes, I'm sorry. That's going to factor in. That's going to factor. That will play into my factor on how good do I really believe Kawhi Leonard really is. Kawhi and, Leonard would have never won that championship. And also, I, 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 irresponsible I, as you as a sport, as a sports analyst to say otherwise. And also, I, I vehemently disagree. Kawhi Leonard was the best player on the 2014 Spurs. I, I don't know how you can say that's that. fine. That's that's a fine argument, even though even though you're wrong. It's fine. It, and it's debatable. And I guess you could debate Tony Parker. You could debate Tony Parker, but but I but but I think. You know, like, for example, you could debate who's better, Rip Hamilton, Chauncey Billups, uh, Rasheed Wallace, Ben Wallace, all of them are really good players. Like, who was better, Martin Ginobili, was it Kawhi Leonard, was it Tim Duncan, was it Tony Parker? I mean, you could all debate that, but I mean, Kawhi Leonard, he was by far the best defensive player on the team. I think he led that team in points, too. Uh, so, I mean, I, I, I don't, you know, for the whole season as well. Not, I'm not just talking about the finals. So, I mean, I personally would say he's the better the person on the team. But you could say Tony Parker, he's the point guard. He's the one that was kind of leading the snake. I mean, also, they had guys who were bombing threes. You know, I mean, they were also a really good team. Uh, but uh, he's good enough to be arguably the best player on the team because he was arguably the best player on that first team. I don't think you can say he was not for how, sure. How, how far away was, was, was Tony Parker in that year when that, that's in question right now? How far away, in terms of how good they were, how far away was Tony Parker to Mono Ginobili? They were pretty close, right? In yeah. Terms of, in terms of their output on the court? No, I'd say Tony was a little... I'd say Mono was probably fourth of that bunch. Right, right, right. But I'm proving a point here. They weren't... Okay, Mono was the fourth. And then what? Probably probably Tim, right? No, I'd say Timmy. Tim. And then who? I'd say it was Tony, then I'd go Kawhi. Personally, for me. Okay, right. So even so, even if Kawhi was better, it's not like he was leading that team. Like it was a full, it was a full all-on team effort. But to me, that's how but you. Have to there are, but there are certain players. There are certain players that are like, "Give me the ball. It's my time. I'm the one that's going to take us to the promised land." No, Kawhi Leonard is not that. Guy. Here's what I'm. Here, here's what I guess what I mean by this. Uh, for example. There are players who can be, and I did a list on this, like hierarchies. There's a player who can be the best player on it. Let's use Kawhi example. He can be the best player on a championship team. For example, if Kawhi Leonard's second best player, uh, let, let me just use this for an example. Let's say his second best player is, well, let's say you pick Kawhi Leonard on the Utah Jazz, actually. Let's just say he's the best player. Donovan Mitchell's the second best player. Rudy Gobert. To me, that team can win a championship. To me, that team can win a championship. That's a really freaking good team. Now, if, for example, you take Donovan Mitchell out and it's just Kawhi Leonard and Rudy Gobert, that's not a championship team. To me, there are, there are levels to it. But to me, there's a clear threshold where, okay, conceivably, depending on the roster, could this guy actually be the best player on a championship team? Yes, Kawhi Leonard makes that threshold. To me, Kawhi Leonard makes that threshold. Now, there are certain guys, I don't think almost, in, in this year, let me use the Jazz, right? I don't think there's any scenario, right, and I'm not saying Donovan Mitchell can get better, so I'm just saying right now, currently constituted as good as Donovan Mitchell is, he is not good enough to be the best player on any team that is a championship team. 
He is not good enough. So, so, so Donovan Mitchell's not the best player on the on the Utah Jazz. No, I said he's not good enough to be the best player on an NBA championship team. The Jazz aren't winning oh. the NBA championship, in my opinion. Oh, okay. He's, I'm saying okay. he's not. To me, to me, currently as good as he currently is, he is not good. Enough. I think, and I don't think Rudy Gobert is good enough to be the second best player. I did this too. I don't think Rudy Gobert is good enough to be the second best player on a championship team, either. Okay. I'm saying that's what I'm saying when I say something like that. That that's what I mean. I'm saying. There's a certain thing here where if you can conceivably, conceivably build a roster where, okay, Kawhi can be the best player, but here's the two, here's the three. If the two and the three make sense, yeah, he can be the best player. But it can't just be, he's the best player, it doesn't matter. For example, LeBron James. Uh, LeBron James is your one, then you can have your two, three, and it doesn't matter, right? Or, for example, here's what I said. If LeBron James is your best player, you're doing really good. If Anthony Davis, because we know how good Anthony Davis is, if Anthony Davis is your second best player, you have a really freaking good team, like the Lakers. If Shaquille O'Neal is your best player, you're in really good hands. If Kobe Bryant is then your second best player, then you go to the Warriors, right? Kevin Durant's your best player. Then who's your second best player? Steph Curry. Oh, who's your third best player? Oh, Klay Thompson. Then you're doing really good. That's what I'm saying in terms of the tiers. And I'm saying Kawhi clears that tier. Yeah, I don't... I, I mean, I, I hear your whole argument. I just don't think that... Uh, and there's hierarchies... That's how, you, that's how... Hold on. If that's how you feel about the tiers, then that's fine. But I don't see... I don't... I, I guess I... I guess I just don't see Kawhi the same way. You know? But but, but we're going to see. We're going to see. Because I don't think the Clippers are ever going to win a championship. With Kawhi there. Do and, that, let me use this for and example. If he did, and if he did, he would be the, he he would have to be the best player on that team to win. Okay, let me use this for example. Is, is Joker better than Kawhi? Do you think Joker's better than Kawhi? Okay, if Nikola Jokic, you just drop Nikola Jokic on the Clippers right now. You have Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Nikola Jokic. Can the Clippers win a championship? Yes. And Kawhi Leonard would be the best player on the team, correct? Yes. That, that, that's what I'm saying. Now, for example, that, that's what I'm saying. Now, if you drop Nikola Jokic on the Jazz, do you think the Jazz are winning a championship? Yeah, uh, they would get to the finals. See, see, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying wait, in terms wait, of... No, 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 no. Because I don't, because I don't, because, Ka- let me see, Kawhi, hold up. Kawhi, Paul George, and Nikola Jokic getting to the finals? Sure, but I still don't think that team beats Brooklyn. I still like my chances against, I still like my chances with the Sixers. And I don't. I'm not so sure they beat the Lakers. No, I said is that. Good? I'm, I'm saying to you. The reason why I'm iffy with the Lakers is because uh, what you call it? Actually, actually, the Lakers probably still would win because Anthony Davis is really good against Nikolai. No, no, yeah, what yeah, no, that's not a good argument. Actually, never mind. I take that back. You don't think you? So you don't think so? So you don't think so? I don't think so. Is Giannis better than Kawhi? Uh, no, no. If you so. if you put Giannis on the team. On the Bucks, on the Clippers, they would. They well, sure, but the, but hold on. If you put Giannis on the Clippers, would they win a championship? Yes. Well, of course, but Giannis is a Giannis is okay. Put it like this: I meant in the con, like if Giannis can't beat Kawhi one on one, that's what I'm saying. I don't. I don't think because like yeah, Kawhi has a better chance of locking Giannis up. But the problem is, he's a better player on the off. I think Giannis is a better player on the offense. But in other words, he can rebound more. He plays very good defense, and he scores a lot of buckets. I don't think. I still. I. I think most people would say that Giannis would be the best player on that team. 
I don't think most people would say that because I think if Giannis came over there, it would be Giannis's team. I think Giannis would be the leader. I think Giannis would be the one who takes over the team. Well, he, even though, even though we saw what happened when Giannis when when Giannis tried to go up against Kawhi, Kawhi shut him down. But he didn't beat him offensively. He did. He beat him defensively. So if you're saying he's a better, if, I think I think Kawhi just defends Giannis better. That's well, all that is. Well, but I, I'm, but I'm, I, I can't sit here and say that he's a better player. Yeah, but, but even Giannis is a guy that some people say, can he be the best player? Say even Giannis, for the example of Giannis, in terms of when you're talking about tiers, there's a world where Giannis right now could be the best player on a championship team if you build the team the right way and you have the second and the third are good enough. What I'm saying is there's some number ones that need the second and are very dependent on the two and three and there's some number ones that are not as dependent. Like there's a hierarchy in the where in the tier. Who, 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 who else are you going to get? <laughs> Like who? Like who else is Kawhi gonna get that he doesn't have already? Like he's played with already. He, I mean, he's played with Tim Duncan. He's well, played with Tony Parker. Well, he didn't play with the prime like, Tim Duncan. I mean, he, 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 like he's playing with Paul George right now. He has enough help. No, no, I, I agree. I'm just talking about when you tier, tier. Like that's what I'm saying. Like I'm just saying there's levels to it. There, there's I have a one a one tier, two tier, and a three tier of best players on championship teams, and then I have a tier within that one tier. Like LeBron James is at the top of the tier, like on the pyramid of number one options. He's at the top. He's at the apex. That's what I'm saying. Gotcha. Th- that's what I'm saying. But I'm saying Kawhi Leonard conceivably. What I'm saying it's not like if you're looking at it and you're like, okay. Doesn't matter who we have on our team, how we build our roster. Kawhi Leonard, like, for example, Rudy Gobert. It doesn't matter what you do. If Rudy Gobert is your best player, you're not winning any. You're not winning a championship. If you're like, okay, Kawhi Leonard is our best player. Okay, if our second, who's our second best player? Who's our third best player? We can compete for a championship. No, I get the point, Daryl. I, yeah. I got what you're saying. I just disagree. That's all. So how do you think I should look at it then? So what, what do you disagree I, about that? No, I... Dude, because you're because you're still because you're still not commenting on my point though. The, the point that I'm trying to make is Kawhi Leonard cannot be the best player on a championship team. As as it's pre- in other words, Kawhi Leonard has not been the best, and I don't think he could be the best because if you put another player over him, like for example, a Nikolai Jokic, but Nikolai Jokic isn't going anywhere. So as a result, I'm pr- like like if you get a Damian Lillard, sure. If you get if you get like a if you get a Giannis, sure. If you get Anthony Davis, sure. But I don't think you're getting another like star player like that. Like who do we have coming up that's going to go to the Clippers? Mm-hmm. And not only that, if anything, if anything, Giannis would probably go to another team. But there's not going to be enough. There's not going to be a team he goes to. Not only that, you got to take into consideration Giannis is about to be what 33, 32. Huh? Giannis? You mean Kawhi? Or, or not Giannis? Kawhi? Excuse me, Kawhi? Kawhi? Kawhi's getting older. So like this, like there's only oh so much time he still has to win a championship. No, no, no. So it's not like I'm saying, oh, look at all these years he has to win a championship left. This man's getting older. No, no, I think you're getting confused. What I'm saying, Silas, I'm not saying they're ever going to get those. Here, pl- I know exactly what you're saying. What you're saying is, Silas, if Giannis, or it's you brought up Giannis, so now I'm thinking about Giannis. If Kawhi were able to, or or if, it, or if an organization was able to construct a team around Giannis that would, or around Kawhi, that would be sufficient where he would have a solid number three and number two because it wouldn't be that far of a gap between Kawhi and the number two and number three. Basically, if you put somebody with Kawhi's tier and then somebody just under that tier and then somebody just with, like, a third tier, but he's really, like, a two, like, yeah, like, you're probably going to do well and you probably could win a championship. That's why you brought up Nikolai Jokic, who no, is not good enough to be on 
the, the number one on the championship team, but he's a really good number two for us. Yes, he's a perfect number two. Nicole Jokic yes, is the perfect yes, number I two. What you're saying. I'm saying I disagree because I don't see the, the Clippers, nor do I see Kawhi going to a place where that will be sufficient enough to win a championship. Okay, that's what I'm saying, and I understand what you're saying. I guess what I'm saying, the way I look at it, like for like example, if, like if Kawhi went to the Nuggets, they still wouldn't win a championship. No, no, I, I, I have that solid number three. I, I agree. Like maybe if Paul George went with them. No, 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 no. I agree. I guess what I'm saying too is what what I'm saying. Like I'm just saying, you look at the career. Like did this player ever reach a level where? If they had the right team around them, they could have been the best player. It doesn't mean that they ever did that or that ever happened. I'm just saying, were they ever good enough where that could have happened? Like, there's people that we obviously well, sure, know. But that's not. But that's, but that's not what my argument was originally. My argument was Kawhi Leonard's not good enough as it is presently constructed to be the number one on a championship team. No. As it is presently constructed. And then I went on and doubled down and said he will never win another championship, which I stand by. Kawhi Leonard will never win another championship, and Kawhi Leonard will never be... Uh, going forward, because I don't think he's going to win another championship, he's not good enough to be the number one on the championship team. He's, is he good not enough right now? As it's presently constructed, is he good enough to be the number two? Yes. Okay. I'm just, I'm just saying, for example, like let me use like Chris Webber, right? You know, I I, I think Chris Webber might have reached a level where theoretically, if he built the right team, he could have won a championship. That, that's that's sure. a, that's another example. Sure. That, that's that's another example I would use. But he, but he, that never happened. I mean, they won seven but games. What, to... what age are we talking about? Because we can say thing, we can say the same thing about Charles Barkley. But unfortunately, like he built a super team when it was too late. Yeah, yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that's how you have to. That, I'm saying when you look at somebody's apex. I'm saying that's that's me. That's how I look at it. When you look at somebody's apex, for example, like when I look at Scottie Pippen, like I'm like, it, to me, it never mattered who you built. Scottie Pippen could never be the best player on a championship team. Okay. That, that that's what I'm saying. That, 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 that's what I'm saying, Silas. Gotcha. I okay. Understand. Okay. And, and and lastly, before I get you out of here, because I know you're probably sick of me right now, Silas. You don't, <laughs> even, you don't even mess with me anymore. Tim Tebow got signed by the Jacksonville Jaguars. What are your thoughts Please on that? Please don't make me comment on this. Yeah, I, I'm going to have to. No, I promised everybody I would. Come on, Silas. Tell the people what you want. Oh, I, I just, I, I don't know. I just think it's very disappointing. <laughs> it's very disappointing that. That, you know, Tim Tebow could, I'm not even going to make jokes about it, it's sad that Tim Tebow could get cut from an NBA, get cut from an NFL team because he could not throw the football efficiently enough to stay in the, in the NFL. Go over to another, this pursue for five years a baseball career that was pedestrian at best. Go and be an analyst on his off time. And then at 34 years old, then go back to that same sport that he originally started at and then switch positions so vastly from quarterback to tight end. All while joining a team where he's from, in, in, that being the Jacksonville, uh, or, or the Jacksonville, Florida location, and then having his uh, head coach, Urban Meyer, be the, the head coach. Literally knowing that this isn't what you know, but it's who you know. It's not how good you are, but it's who you know. And Colin Kaepernick couldn't even get an adequate tryout. I'm going to leave it there. Well, okay. I, I'm just going to... I know you're not going to like when I say this, but but here's what I'm going to say. Don't 
don't play devil's advocate because you know it's wrong. It's too late. No, I, I do think it's wrong. I I, I think it's well, well size. I personally, I I don't think Kim or Kaepernick at this point. I don't think either of them. But, but that's, that's another not stuff. the point. No, I agree. Tim Tebow should not be in the league. I'm not saying I'm not saying Colin Kaepernick right now, but Colin Kaepernick has been. Colin Kaepernick deserved it then. He never deserved to be put out of the. No, no, I I agree. I agree. And there's what I'm just saying. Here, here, not blackballed. He got whiteballed out of the NFL. Here's a. This is the hey white people that are out there. This is the definition, the definition of white privilege. If you ever wanted to know what white privilege looked like, look at Tim Tebow. This is a perfect example. Here's what I'm gonna say about Tebow. have to prove. Black people have to prove they're good enough to do the job. No. White people have to prove they're not good enough to do the job. Here's what I'm gonna say, Silas. Tebow. First of all, no team in the NFL wanted him. This is the only team that would have picked him up. And the only reason he's getting it is because, because of who he knows. I agree. Okay, but here's also what I'm going to say about Kaepernick. If Jim Harbaugh was in the NFL right now, he would give Kaepernick a shot. I believe that. You don't know that. You don't know that. You don't think so? You don't think so? Jim Harbaugh said he would. You calling Jim? what I see. This is what I see. No, no, absolutely not. You, you didn't offer him a head coaching job. You didn't offer him any positions at, at uh, Michigan. Because Jacob Kaepernick didn't want that. Kaepernick's trying to be in the NFL. No, because Kaepernick's trying to be in the NFL, Silas. That's just like Mike Tomlin. That's just like Mike Tomlin. Well, Mike Tomlin was like, uh, at the end, of, at the end of the day, every, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna give, we're gonna give this man a tryout. You, you never gave him a tryout. This man said that uh, that racial discrimination is a problem within our country. And then guess what? You don't even, you don't even bring this man on. Well, what, Silas? Also, well, let's also call it what it is. He was also on the. You don't gotta bring him back. That's your truth. You don't have to bring Colin Kaepernick back. That's not my point. What I'm saying is. Tim Tebow is not only coming back, but he's coming back at 34. He's clearly past his prime, and he's playing an entirely different position because of the coach that he knows. That is the definition of white. I'm saying, if, what I'm saying is, I believe if Jim Harbaugh was in the NFL right now, Colin Kaepernick would be right, in the NFL. But you don't know that. But you don't know that for a fact. I agree. And guess what? You know, we do know for a fact. What we do know, and you know what I will tell you this? No, I know for a fact that this is white privilege. Okay, and guess what? Guess what? Is Urban Meyer the only man who would have given Tim Tebow this shot? Is there any other man in the NFL who would ever... Got it. But what I'm saying is he got it though. What I'm saying is he still So got so it. what you're saying well, here's what I'm telling you. I think Jim other coaches in the NFL that worked with Colin Kaepernick that could have brought this man in for a work. And guess what? There's a thousand other that could have done it with Tim Tebow and why didn't they? Okay, but Colin Kaepernick is a better player than And guess what? Tebow. I agree. I agree. I agree he's a better player. But Tim But Tim Tebow wasn't a scrub. I he deserves to be Silas, he deserves to be in the NFL more. Obviously. That obviously Boo Boo the Fool knows that. That's obvious. That's obvious. But you're not but obviously Tim Tebow, obviously at one point he was good enough to be in an NFL roster. And still, every team in the NFL told this dude no. Every dude in the NFL, they every coach it took a a college coach. Who? Team to a Super Bowl. This the, the the biggest highlight of Tim Tebow's career is throwing a is throwing a pass in a playoff game where he closed his eyes and threw a slam. Yes. For forty five yards for a touchdown. Yes. That's it. After that, everybody knows Tim Tebow. They had problems with Tim Tebow throwing the ball in the beginning of the season. They had problems with Tim Tebow throwing the ball coming out of college. Everybody knew Tim Tebow was getting drafted on his leadership. That was the reason why he was getting drafted. So don't sit here and tell me that he deserves to be in the NFL. He doesn't deserve to be in the NFL. He doesn't deserve. Obviously, he doesn't. That's not the point I'm making. The point I'm making is every coach in the NFL knows that besides the one coach that was his college coach that called him a freaking son. And then, he, and then he got in. And then he got in. This is the definition of... And guess what? If Jim Harbaugh... Okay, how much, Silas, how much money you want to bet if Jim Harbaugh ever gets in the NFL? If Jim Harbaugh gets in the NFL next year, Colin Kaepernick's getting a trial. You want to bet money on that? $50,000. Huh? $50,000. 
I'm not, I'm, I'm not betting fifty thousand. No, that's that's crazy. No, no, that, let's, leave, let's leave it. I'm not okay. Hey, Silas, thank you for coming on the show. Silas, oh no, I love you. I'll see you now. Silas, surprise me to talk to you for a minute. <laughs> okay, Silas, thank you for coming on. All right, thank you guys for having me. Peace. And once again, I would like to thank Silas Garrison for coming on the show, and I want to thank all of you for tuning into this episode, the 290th episode of Barbershop Sports Talk.